We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. This is a my this is a Mia Copa. I screwed this all up. So I forgot to give Garrett a song for the Brown Liquor Music Hour. So this is not his fault. This is my fault. Forgot to give I don't know, Pearl Jam kind of gets it done a little bit. <laughs> uh no, not at all. Um, <laughs> completely feels I'll I'll have a song from coming back in the next break. Um we're sitting here waiting for the college football playoff poll to what do we have? Seven overtimes in that stupid Michigan State Kentucky like game, for God's sake. We might have had two overtimes, but I think it was like 17 timeouts. It was like six hours of a basketball <laughs> game, for God's sake. So. Or two 2 and 0 teams were, I mean, this game doesn't matter at all. Exactly. It who doesn't cares? matter at all. Right. Who cares about, I, again, I said this, dude, who cares about college basketball right now? Outside of Sparty and a college basketball coach, who cares about college basketball right now? The fact that we have to put this playoff ranking in between basketball games. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Utah 10, Clemson at 9. We'll keep you up to date. 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond Tech sign. We need your help, by the way, too. We got Rankum coming up at 1040. So I need some Rankums on the text line. I need some Rankums as well on my Twitter page, at JMCH316. So hit us up on those platforms. Odyssey app site, so catch us on the go. Uh, social media is at 9 on the game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. we got Garrett in here producing the show with you this evening. Um, while we're waiting for the polls, let's get to what we call a college football roundup. It's time for the college football roundup. A complete look at all the collegiate football action. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. All right, so again, we're waiting on the college football poll. Uh, as we get a little bit closer here, we'll give you the uh, results uh, of all of that. Um, do want to mention, what a terrible story in Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, three football players shot and killed on a bus uh, by a former player that was on the lam for a while and has since been obviously arrested. What an awful story this whole thing has become as these guys were coming back from a field trip up in D.C. to watch a play and were shot and killed on this bus. Another person uh, was shot in, in, I think, stable condition. Another person shot and in critical condition. Just an awful story all the way around. So uh, heart goes out to the, the families and, uh, you know, praying that, you know, listen, uh, tough times for, for those kids' families are up there. So way, way too young and just 
a, a really terrible incident that uh, that happened up in uh, Charlottesville. Um, West Virginia has relieved their athletic director, uh, Shane Lyons. He is out amid some of the struggles up there. Um, they said that a combination of budget issues and the school's struggling football program led to a change in direction. Uh, Neil Brown's future, the head coach, has not been decided as of yet. So we'll see what uh, would happen. But um, uh, lines have been replaced on an interim basis by Rob Alsop, the uh, its vice president for strategic initiatives. Certainly from a football perspective, this did not go very well for West Virginia this year. As, of course, remember, JT Daniels transferred up there, and it's been a, a bit of a struggle. So we'll see what happens. All right, here's the college football playoff poll um, as we sit right now. So Utah 10, Clemson number 9, uh, Alabama number 8. Uh, we've got Georgia at number 1. Ohio State is number 2. Michigan is number 3. And we'll see. I would assume it'll be TCU at number four. So, again, chalk happening this week. I wondered about whether or not TCU and Michigan would flip one another, but they stayed exactly the same. So, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU. So, your top four stays exactly the same uh, as it was last week uh, in here. And, look, right now this is all about rewarding winning. Right? That's what this is all about is just you continue to reward winning. We can have discussions about one-loss teams as we get to the end of conference championships if need be. But as of right now, Georgia and Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, Tennessee coming in at number five, no real surprise there. Um, I think it'll. I think Southern Cal is going to jump up to six. We'll see what, the, what happens here, but we should know in just a minute here. Tennessee comes in at number five, so they're still in the hunt for all of this. Um, I think I think Southern Cal is going to move up to because Oregon was at six; they're going to drop. I think LSU will stay seven, but I think Southern Cal is going to jump up over and get into that number six spot. I think that puts them in prime territory to to jump Tennessee. It's yeah, assuming, I agree. Te- assuming TCU, like if they come in at six and they finish all, they go all the way through. Because Michigan and Ohio State, someone has to lose. So on that end, it's like you have that extra data mark, that data point with that well, conference the, championship. The difference, yeah, the difference will be that Southern Cal can play for a conference championship. Yeah, Tennessee I mean that matters. Able to play. Yeah, I agree. Well, well they got LSU, LSU at six. LSU's going to be at six. That means wow. Southern Cal. So that means Southern Cal will will sit at number seven um, in this week's poll. So Georgia, Ohio State, TCU, Michigan, Tennessee, LSU, Southern Cal. Um, look. Win your conference. Here's what this is telling you, okay? This is telling you that if LSU beats Georgia, they're in the playoff. Um, that's why they're sitting right behind. For now, they're why they're sitting right behind Tennessee. They'll leapfrog Tennessee if they beat Georgia, I promise you. Um, and if Georgia's 12-0 going in the SEC title game, it'll be if Georgia loses and LSU wins, both teams will be in the playoff. Tennessee will be out. Um, Tennessee's best chance is they got to knock LSU out. By the way, too, LSU, I, I know they're not a very good football team. LSU's got to get through Texas A&M here in a couple of weeks uh, as well. So don't sleep on that game because then if if LSU is a three-loss SEC champion, they're not in the playoff. 
That's the only way. Well, all they got to do is score twenty points, and then well, that's all she wrote. But again, tell, tell me how. Tell me how they went how, down how seven they, nothing. How many they score last week? They went down seven to how nothing against Auburn, and I said, "Ooh, how many I don't they think score, they can get How many this. they score last week? That wasn't a rhetorical question. It was like ten, right? Okay, LSU scored thirteen last week. Yeah, well, they I mean, Arkansas is also a better football team than Texas A and M. They're not a better defensive football team than Texas A and M is. Oh yeah, but you can run. The teams have been running the football. They're like what one hundred twenty third last night. Arkansas is one of the worst defenses in the country. And they yeah. put up 13 points. How many turnovers and everything did LSU have? They do that to A&M. They can get beat. I promise you. Oh, absolutely. They can get beat. Yeah. So, I, But again, I think Texas A&M, they quit on their team. They're, well, they're, their I, team, they're, they're again, done. Again, I, I don't think Texas A&M is going to beat LSU, but I've no. seen stranger things happen oh, this season. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're going there, yeah, of course. So, we'll see. I mean, listen, Liberty beat Arkansas. All right. so UConn beat Liberty. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> what is that, you know – Anybody could beat the anybody on property any given says, uh, Sunday or yeah. Saturday in this case. But look, I, I listen. Georgia's twelve and zero. They're in the playoff. There won't be much doubt about that. But it would be interesting if LSU did have another loss and they go in as a three-loss team to take on Georgia. Um, I I do believe the other the other game to watch out for in a couple weeks. The Egg Bowl is going to be the play-in game to one of the BCS or not BCS, but the Big Six. Bowl games like the the Egg Bowl, the yeah whatever the Big Six they're called the Big Six bowl games the the Big Six bowl games so uh, Peach Bowl is one of the semifinals I think the um, oh is it the what's the other look up the other semifinal is it the um, it's not the Rose Bowl it's not the Orange Bowl it might be the Cotton Bowl the Cotton Bowl all right so the Cotton Bowl and the Peach Bowl are your two semifinals this game this year I should say so. I think the Egg Bowl winner has got a shot to potentially be in the Orange Bowl. Fiesta Bowl is the other one. Okay. So potentially being in because what I thought was also interesting is that they only put UCF and Tulane at 20 and 21. So whoever ends up winning that conference of the AAC is going to get one of the bowl bids. And if the what Fiesta about Bowl is taken. Huh? Coastal Carolina, maybe. I don't, I, maybe. I don't think Coastal Carolina is going to jump up over the conference champion, though. I don't think even if they win the Sun Belt. I mean, I don't think that Coastal Carolina is going to jump up over one of them because they're not ranked right now, right? Did, did they're Coastal right Carolina, there on the outside. Did Coastal Carolina get ranked in this poll? I didn't see them there. They were ranked in the AP poll, but that doesn't mean anything. No, but they put they put, they put put UCF at 20, Tulane at 21, and I think Cincinnati made the poll as well. I think they made the, like, 24, 25, something like that. So we will see. So that's going to eat up one of your bowl bids. We know that the – we know that the most likely the Big Ten runner-up um, of Michigan-Ohio State probably goes to the Rose Bowl. Like, Ohio State will beat Illinois-Wisconsin, or Michigan will beat Illinois-Wisconsin. That team will be in the playoff. The loser of the Ohio State game is most likely in the Rose Bowl against either an Oregon, a Southern Cal. UCLA. Depends on how, yeah, depends on how all that goes. I mean, those three teams have to shake themselves out. But... I Utah, do, Utah's still alive in that, too. Yeah, but I, I think that there is a pathway, though, that I think there's a pathway that Southern Cal, if they are the conference champion, could get themselves into a playoff bid. If they found themselves in a playoff bid, then you're looking at Utah, Oregon, you know, UCLA. You're looking at one of those teams. That'd be a fun game. That Rose Bowl would be a lot of fun. Yeah, if it was Oregon, let's say if it was Oregon and Michigan or something like that. That'd be a very interesting. Oh, very game. That'd be a very I mean, USC versus anybody is it, yeah it, Southern either Cal. of those teams yeah I listen, just the brands alone would be very interesting that's a classic classic Rose Bowl I, I, as I told Bill Bender I'm telling you the best thing that happened to the Pac-12 
is Oregon losing? Because it keeps all of the attention focused on UCLA, USC, who do play this weekend, by the way. Both of those teams will hook up this weekend. And then, by the way, Southern Cal still got Notre Dame, who's slayed everybody, right? They, 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 beat, the, they beat the two teams that are going to play in the ACC title game this year without even being a member, right, of the ACC. All right, when we come back, yes, their quarterback is a problem, but then again, so is every quarterback in offense that they play. We'll talk about that next. Chuck Rennie, Key Studios, Sports Radio, 92 on the game, the Odyssey.com app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 92.9, the game back with the John Chuckery Show. Finally getting the Brown Liquor Music Hour right on track. 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app site catches on the go. Social media is at 910 the game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. At JMCH316 on the Twitter machine. Don't forget, we got Rankum coming up at 1040. We need your help because... Garrett's producing tonight, so we don't have Dylon back there. So we need your help putting together some lists. So hit me up on my Twitter page, at JMCH316. Also, 404-741-0929. All right, if you didn't hear the um, rankings uh, in the college football playoff poll, they just came out a few minutes ago because we're in between college basketball games. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, top four, stays the same. Tennessee, LSU, Southern Cal, Alabama, Clemson, Utah is your top 10. And then you go Penn State, Oregon, Carolina, Old Miss, um, Kansas State, UCLA. And then you go Washington, Notre Dame, believe it or not, has gotten back up to 18th in the country. Florida State at 19. Central Florida at 20. 21 for Tulane. 
um, Oklahoma State, Oregon State, NC State, and then Cincinnati at 25. So, again, Coastal Carolina is not even ranked in this poll. They're not uh, one of those UCL, UCF or Tulane is most likely going to win the AAC, I guess, technically that. Let me see. Because I'm, I'm trying to see. Uh, Cincinnati, it's the top two teams. Yeah, so Cincinnati is the other team. Now, Cincinnati and Tulane play each other in the final regular season game. So most likely the winner of that will find themselves playing Central Florida. So so in this situation, so it, the, to be the group of five representative in these things, you have to have – they have to rank higher than somebody else? Is that, no, no, that's how it no, used no, to be. No, 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 no. The, the big six bowl game goes to a group of five team that is the highest-ranked conference champion. Sure. So the highest-ranked conference champion. So you have to be a conference champion – and if you're the highest-ranked team. That's why I don't think Coastal Carolina's got any real shot because you've got three AAC teams that are ranked, and two of those three teams are going to play each other in their AAC championship game. So it's going to be either Central Florida, Cincinnati, or Tulane. I'm open for Tulane. I'd love to see Tulane get one of those bowl game bids. So, But, yes, you have to be – you're the group of five bowl game bidder – is the highest-ranked conference champion among the group of five conferences. Sunbelt is one of the group of fives. So, again, I don't think Coastal Carolina, though, is going to get in. I If they're not ranked at this point, we've only got a couple weeks of the season left. I just don't see how they're going to jump over, how they're suddenly going to go up over, because one of those three teams is going to win the conference championship. But I guess stranger things, again, uh, have happened out of all of it. So uh, nothing has changed in the top four. And, again, um, Tennessee at five, LSU six, and Southern Cal comes in at number seven. All right, Sunday, as the Bears come in here to um, Mercedes-Benz to take on the Falcons, don't forget, all of the coverage is right here on your home of the Falcons, 92 on the game. It'll start with Hugh Douglas and I out at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in the smooth lot directly across from the entranceway to the Home Depot backyard on Northside Drive. He and I will take you from 9 to 11, and then from 11 until – one, you will have Harper LaBelle, Chris Goforth. They will be the pregame show that leads you right into Tome Meat and Leather. Wes and Dave will have the call 1 o'clock as the Falcons host the Bears. Now, look, I know a lot of chatter this week, and, and if the Bears win, it'll get all ramped up. A lot of chatter this week about Justin Fields. And obviously, the last couple of weeks, he's run for 325 yards. But here's the thing. First off, the Bears are on a three-game losing streak. So all that rushing yardage and everything like that, Hasn't meant a hill of beans as far as the result of the game. And by the way, if you look at Justin Fields' passing numbers, they're literally the same as what Marcus Mariota is. In fact, the pick six last week really hurt them against Detroit. And again, we said since the year 2000, teams that score a defensive touchdown win 75% of the time. So you give up a pick six in a game, you're most likely going to lose in the NFL. And they're on a three-game losing streak. Can the Bears come in here and beat up the Falcons? Absolutely. Can the Falcons beat the Bears? Yep. Trust me, if Detroit can beat the Bears, Falcons can beat the Bears. Is Justin Fields a problem? Yes. But I'm here to tell you, every team they play is a problem for this defense right now. When you've given up the most yards in the NFL, when you've given up the most passing yards in the NFL, I think they've given up the most touchdown pass in the NFL. Every offense is a problem. Well, they haven't faced a mobile quarterback. They face a mobile quarterback every day in practice. They see a mobile quarterback every single day. 
What do you think our quarterback is? So, I, again, for all of the things that Justin Fields has done, and he's been outstanding over these last couple of weeks, it hasn't changed anything about the result of the game. It, it hasn't influenced what the final outcome was. And that's all that matters in the NFL. I, people can like that, not like that, whatever. All that matters in the NFL is did you win or did you lose? You know, the only reason that Marcus Mariota is still starting a quarterback for this team is because they've won enough games to stay in the playoff hunt. Now, they're down to about a 22% chance of making the playoffs, 78% chance that they will not make the playoffs. And they're basically as about as even of odds to win the division in the number four seed as they are to be the number seven seed in the NFC. So it feels like it's either win the division and get the four seed or you're the final wild card team if it works that way. I think the wild card is going to be tough. You have multiples of teams you have to jump over because they're the 10 seed right now. But right now this defense, with all due respect, you know, when they play the Commodores and Tyler Heineke, we've seen him torch the Falcons before. It doesn't matter who who that quarterback is or this quarterback or whatever like that. It's about who can beat the Falcons, who can win. Justin Fields can absolutely beat the Falcons. And I can tell you that the Falcons can absolutely beat the Chicago Bears. So, again, I know there's going to be a lot of chatter about, oh, see, that's supposed to be our quarterback. Okay. Garrett, ask me who's won more games this year in the NFL. Matt Ryan or Justin Fields? Who's won more games? Matt Ryan. Again, you can like that or not like that. How how drastically better is the the Bears franchise? Well, they don't have a defense. Okay, neither do the Falcons. And, and and Jonathan Taylor ran for 100 yards for only the second time all season on Sunday. Their their running game's been a disaster. Their offensive and defensive lines have not played well. Their head coach got fired. Here's what I know about the Bears. Okay, I I didn't want any of those guys here, but we've got their GM. We've got their Former uh, former coach as our OC. We got a whole bunch of their players. I don't want any of those guys because that's what I've been saying is, why would you want a whole bunch of Chicago Bears when their organization is worse than ours? And their former GM that was there to draft Justin Fields is fired now. He's in. He's working with our front office guys. That that's what Ryan Pace is. He's the former GM of the Bears. Do I think the Falcons made a mistake drafting not drafting Justin Fields? Not a bit. He hasn't. Tra- I mean, in his couple seasons, it's not the Bears are no more on track this year than they were last year. Well, they traded this. Okay, that's welcome to the life in the NFL. You, you, you know why you get picked high in the draft? Because you're going to go to a bad organization and a bad team. And, and frankly, right now, none of those quarterbacks. Trey Lance has done nothing. He doesn't play anymore, right? He doesn't. He doesn't do anything. Obviously, um, Trevor Lawrence has been awful this year. And that team is not taking any step forward. Mac Jones, does he even play? I mean, he obviously got sat down for, who was the kid? Bailey Zappi, right, that was drafted this year. So Mac Jones hasn't done a whole lot. Most of those quarterbacks in that 2021 class haven't done anything of any merit. I don't think the Falcons made a mistake not taking Justin Fields. I'll tell you where they did make a mistake is, with all due respect to Kyle Pitts, We'd be a franchise further along if we had Panay Sewell or Micah Parsons right now than if we had Kyle Pitts. How about that for a hot take? 
I'm not saying it was a bad pick to take Kyle Pitts. I'm telling you that our franchise would be further along with Panay Sewell sitting at right tackle or Micah Parsons eating up defense, eating up offensive lines. I mean, think about it. When was the last time the Atlanta Falcons as a franchise had a game wrecker on defense that was a difference maker in the pass rush? John Abraham. John Abraham. It's been a decade. Yeah. A decade. And that was a that was a trade, by the way. That was not a free agent signing. That was a trade. Uh, people always confuse Tony Gonzalez and John Abraham. Neither one of those guys was a free agent. Those were both trades that they made to get those guys here. But, yeah, John Abraham's the last game wrecker on defense. The, re- the last true real defensive lineman. At Grady's been really, really good. I won't take anything away from Grady. But you talk about a guy who could go out and get you 10, 11, 12 sacks. That's John Abraham. It's the last guy to do that. Micah Parsons would be wonderful to have on this team. So I know I, I get it. You know, the narrative is going to be, see, see, we could. Okay, I get it. I don't, I don't think this franchise, I don't think this franchise, if they had Justin Fields, would be any further along right now than, than where they're at right now. And I'm not telling you Marcus Mariota is not the answer. I can tell you that. I don't know that Desmond Ritter's the answer either. And, and for everybody that keeps at, and I, listen, I know Freaky in the morning has been all over, hey, we got to make quarterback change. And they're not going to change quarterbacks, folks. I, until they get out of this thing and it goes sideways and, you know, they and you know if they end up on a, a four or five game lose, and I talked to Sandra about this yesterday, told her, they're, they're not. Your coach is not making a change at quarterback. They're in the business of winning football games. I, I keep telling you, the NFL, not for long, their owner is in the business of winning football games. Their owner does not want to put a crap product out there on Sundays for nobody to show up in their building. Their owner isn't looking to try to have a three- or four-year rebuild. That's why they went after Deshaun Watson. They were not interested in a two-, three-, four-year rebuild. They want to win now, today. Terry Fontenot wants to win today. Arthur Smith wants to win today. And I can assure you Arthur Blank wants to win today. That's why they're paid millions of dollars. Yeah. Like, look, at the end of the day, like that, like, these guys are paid millions of dollars, and and they're not paid to to build to, towards something four, five, six years down no, the road because necessarily. You can't play, you, because nope, if you, you don't win right now with any, if you don't have right. any direction as a franchise, then you're not going to be here in five, six years. Right? Not I in mean, the NFL. Yeah, and especially look, with all due respect to this franchise, your owner is not going to sit at 80 years old waiting for five or six years to finally get the franchise on track. He's just not that. I mean, you can like that or not like that, but that's not what his mindset is. I, again, they all understood. And okay, it shouldn't be. We're, we're, shouldn't we're moving be. on from Matt Ryan. They understood all of that. But the caveat to that is you got to get good quick. And you can do it in the NFL. That's the thing about the NFL is you can be bad one year and really good the next year. It's happened before. Remember, the Falcons were the laughing stock of the NFL in 2007. They were a four win team in 2007 that won 11 games with Michael Turner coming in and being the best free agent signing of all time and Matt Ryan loading it up. And John Abraham with 12 sacks. Yeah. I mean, they, they were – and they were not a very good defense in 07, by the way. That was, that was an old defense. Abraham was old. Keith Brooking yeah. was getting old. Coy Wire was already in his 30s. Um, who's was the Babbitt safety? on that team? Who's the safety that they brought over from um, Green Bay? Um, oh, gosh. Um, now my, my brain just went dead on that. Look up that 07 roster. Who's the uh, who's the the safety from Green Bay that they brought over? They were an old roster. They were not a they were not a young youthful defense or anything like that. And remember, they lose that playoff game to the Arizona Cardinals, who would go on to head to the Super Bowl. That's the Kurt Warner and and uh, 
uh, oh god, uh, Larry Fitzgerald and and all those guys. Anquan, Anquan Bolden, Bolden. Yeah. yeah, that, that was, was a that good team. team. That went to the Super Bowl. That, that was year. a good team. Yeah. they started nine and zero. Yeah, or but the Falcons or something like Falcons defense was not very good that year. They were a a very mediocre defense. But what the Falcons did is they controlled the line of scrimmage. They ran the football like crazy. They they were an awesome running team. They were I think the best running team in the NFL that year. Michael Turner had seventeen hundred yards. Like Laura Malloy, yeah, yeah. So they uh, again they were they were an old deal. Look at some of the ages of those guys in the defense. Brooking was getting old. Coy Wire was already in his thirties at that point. Laura Malloy was not young. Abraham was getting old. Like they were an old defense. I mean Kendall Moorhead. I'm looking at him right here. Thirty. Grady Jackson. 35. Yeah, Grady Jackson was, you know, interior defense. John Abraham lineman. was 30. Yeah. I mean, they were getting to be an old Brian Finneran was on that team, too. He was yeah. another old guy. Yeah, because, I mean, that was that was B-Finn. Roddy was on that team. I mean, yeah. They I mean, had, Michael Turner comes in. I mean, like, you, you sign a 26-year-old running back. Yeah, I mean, he turned out to be the best free agent signing in the history of the franchise. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. No so. question. All right. When we get back, rank them coming up. Hit us with uh, your list, 404-741-0929. At JMCH316. Back in a few minutes for Rankham Sports Radio. Now to the game, Odyssey.com app. But it's much too strong. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back with the John Trucker Show. Brown Liquor Music Hour rolling right along. We're headed to the top of the hour. The our sports brief coming up then. Uh, don't forget, we got Hawks basketball coming up tomorrow night. So, Hawks take on the Celtics. That will be a 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 tip. Steve Holman and Mike, uh, Mike Connie will have the call for all of that. We will be on with you after Hawks basketball. So, we'll take you from EOG until midnight, as uh, we normally do on Wednesdays. So we'll be on right after Hawks basketball. So uh, very good matchup uh, tomorrow, Hawks and Celtics. That's, uh, I think, a pretty good litmus test early on in the season for the Atlanta Hawks. 404-741-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Hit us up with a rank'em list. Also at JMCH316 on Twitter. Used to have a little bit of fun uh, on the weekends picking Hughes' brain, picking Randy's brain. We just sometimes give those guys a list of things to put in order. We decided to steal them. We call this segment Rank Them. Do me a favor. Play me um, for the music on the bottom of this. Play me Snake Eyes from the Ocean's 13 soundtrack and just keep looping it for the entire segment. You got it? Snake Eyes in from Ocean's 13. So just, just keep it on a loop. Huh? Yeah. That's the song we used to have for Pick Randy's Brain and, and all that. So it's, by the way, you know, the song that we have for um, on Saturday's college football show for Buy or Sell, that's another song from the Ocean's 13 soundtrack. You'll hear it. It's a little bit similar, but not quite. That's a great movie, by the way. Yes, it I is. Just, I just introduced the girlfriend to uh, Ocean's, the whole Ocean's, con- like the Ocean's series. 13 is on, one of those movies. Fantastic. Every time it's on, you have to watch that movie. See, Ocean, I'm an Ocean's 11 guy. Ocean's 12 is fine. Ocean's 13 is okay. Ocean's 11 is where it is. I um, love that movie. Oof. I love that movie. Ocean's 12, I'm with you, is sort of, eh. It's okay. 
It's kind of convoluted. I enjoyed it. 11's really I, good. I watched it. I watched it to get to 13. Yeah, 13 is. 13's very good. 13's so good. But 11, Ocean's 11 is the OG, and I got to give it. Okay. I got to give it preferential treatment. All right, let's start on the uh, Solomon Brothers Diamond text on our buddy Rusty. Rank these: jumping through a high, uh, jumping from a high diving board, zip lining into water, rope swing into water, or water skiing. I actually have done water skiing before, so I will take that number one. Um, I do like swinging on a rope. Uh, I used to do that. We had a, a a high platform in the lake I grew up on, and at the beach area, you could grab a hold of the rope and swing into the lake like that. So give me that number two. Um, zip line in the water number three. And I'm not as big a fan of jumping from a high diving board. I don't dive first off, so I'm not. How a big high fan are we talking? High enough. Just high a diving a kite. board. If it's just a, <laughs> if it's a just kite. a diving board, then I guess it's a classic. But well, no, zip not, line. Not, zip a high diving enough. board is usually a high diving board. Yeah, high dive. I've jumped yeah. off a high dive at Westminster High School. They have like one of those like super super high up ones mm-hmm. for like the uh, not even it's not Olympic necessarily. No, but, but I mean it's a competitive it's diving huge. situation. You have to have it that high. It up, is so to to, yeah. Exactly. So That's why I'm, I'm not. I did it. I did it once or twice. And yeah, I, 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 I'm yeah. not. I'm not doing all that. I stuff. belly flopped one time on accident, and then never again. Rank these uh, favorite pizza joints from the Solomon Brothers Diamond Texan: Pizza Hut, Papa John's, Domino's, and Marco's. I am actually going to go with Marco's number one. Marco's very good, um, very good deal. Give me them number one. Give me Pizza Hut number two, um, Papa John's number three, and Domino's number four. Uh, from my Twitter page, let's start with uh, let's start with our uh, let's start with our buddy Pergy, who sent this to me last week. Um, most punchable face in recent baseball: Bryce Harper, Yasiel Puig, who by the way, did you see he pled guilty uh, here recently some charges. Harrison Bader or Chris Taylor? Um, give me Chris Taylor number one. Give me Harrison Bader, number two. Yasiel Puig, number three. And can I tell you, I really like Bryce Harper. I'm a big fan of Bryce Harper. He I, just plays hard. Yeah, I, I know it's well, not necessarily the most popular. He's a great player. He's uh, a Bryce great Harper's player. a great player. It's he's not, not necessarily. Good. He's not good. He's a great player. No, I'm saying he just plays the way he plays the game and the, and the passion that he brings to the sport and the attention that he does that he brings is I think it's ultimately good for the sport. And I know it's not necessarily the most popular thing in this city. He's a great uh, he's, baseball player. He's a great he's fun. baseball player. All right, from our buddy Jay in the truck, rank these Georgia Tech potential coaching hires. Deion Sanders, Bill O'Brien, Brent Key, other. Um, gimme other number one. Bill O'Brien, number two, Dion three, and I don't want anything to do with Brent Key. Um, I like the idea of Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina. I, I like just about anybody over Brent Key. If you're Not Chadwell. big on Bill O'Brien either. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I don't think Deion Sanders, I don't think asking Deion Sanders to come in here and try to build a Power 5 program it's not the same. It's it's just. Is Chadwell going to leave Coastal Carolina to come to Georgia Tech? Like anything else in life, you offer him enough money. You offer him enough money. You know how much he makes right now? Do you know how many? Do you know how many co- head coaches they're still paying? Okay, how much? How much money do you think Jamie Chadwell makes right now at Coastal Carolina? I mean, it's nothing compared to what Georgia Tech. How much Tech does Jamie Chadwell offer? make at Coastal Carolina? I don't know, like eight fifty. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, Todd uh, Todd Munkin makes more than that. Right. So he doesn't make a whole lot of money. Give him the right offer, he would come. 
Again, I don't know that he would leave Coastal Carolina because right now Coastal Carolina is probably a better program than what Georgia Tech is. He's got a, he's got that program cooking, and he can wait until he gets into a, yeah. like a bigger program. I, I agree. Georgia Tech's just not there anymore. No. From our buddy Marco on my uh, Twitter page, uh, rank these. John Lennon's solo discography, uh, punk rock, bro country, <laughs> auto-tune rap. You know what? Honestly, give me auto-tune rap number two, or number one, excuse me. Um, I'll go punk rock number two. I'm not a big fan of that. Believe it or not, give me bro country, what I which I hate, number three. And let me tell you, John Lennon's solo stuff, outside of one or two songs, is the biggest pile of trash and crap that's ever been assembled on vinyl, cassette, CD, whatever. Most of his solo stuff is pure, unadulterated garbage. I mean, garbage. From our buddy Matt Ryan, teams that did not make a Super Bowl in the 90s. Marty Schottenheimer's Chiefs, Tom Coughlin's Jaguars, the Jack Pardee Oilers, or the Dennis Green Vikings. Um, Give me the Jack Pardee Oilers. I'll always like them. Give me Marty's Chiefs. Love their secondary with Deron Cherry and some of those guys. Give me... Give me Tom Coughlin and his Jaguars teams, the Mark Brunel teams, and then screw Dennis Green and the Vikings. I'm glad that they lost. From our buddy Alvy Cohen, Midnight Special, Night Tracks, Night Flight, or Friday Night Videos. Give me Friday Night Videos, number one. Give me the Midnight Special, number two. That that was a fun show. Um, give me Night Tracks, three, and give me Night Flight, number four. Uh, let's see here. From our uh, text line, 404-741-0929. Um, Crockett and Tubbs, the A-Team crew, the fall guy with Heather Thomas, or TJ Hooker and uh, Heather Lockbeer. Well, all right. Give me, give me, give me Lee Majors and, and Heather. Give me the fall guy and Heather Thomas because I had her poster. Um, made me feel funny. Crockett and Tubbs, without question, number two. Um, give me TJ Hooker, the great William Shatner with Heather Locklear, number three. And the A-Team, I don't know. I like that show, but um, those guys are all goofed up uh, on there. Um, Charles Barkley, Dirk Nowitzki, Tim Duncan, Carl Malone. Oh, boy. Um... I'll take Tim Duncan one. I'll take I'll take Charles number two. I'll take Carl Malone three. And I know Dirk has the NBA title, but I don't know. For whatever reason, he's just going to go four on this list. Um, and, you know, listen, Carl Malone's got enough of his own issues and problems and everything like that that, that goes along with it. So, all right, that's a ranking for a Tuesday night. When we get back, going to wrap it up with the love TKO, excuse me, up next. Truck Ring, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, Nights in the Game, the Odyssey.com app.
Sports Radio 92.9. They're wrapping things up on the John Chuckery Show, as we always do with the love TKO. Jared Sports Brief coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Before we get out of here and reset the deck for you, let me let you take a listen to what is the greatest opening lyric in all of music history. So, again, we got Hawks basketball coming up tomorrow night. Hawks and Celtics. That's a really good matchup. Um, I'll be on afterwards. So, pregame at 7 o'clock, 7.30 tip. Steve Holman, Mike uh, Mike Connie will have the call for all of that. Then we'll be on with you until midnight after the game. Thursday, I'm going to be on the Steakhouse, which is the soon-to-be-renamed Chuck House because i got to fill in so much. Um I, we're, right now, we're not quite sure. Either it's going to be Drew Butler with me, or if he does have a baby, then it will be Mark Zinno with me. So either me and Drew or me and Zinno will be on with you Thursday for the Steakhouse. And then, of course, high school football show. Are you guys out at the playoff games? Are you out at a playoff game this weekend? I am. Where are I you? I sure am. I'm going to Holy Innocence. For uh, Central Carrollton, which Randy McMichael's son plays in. Okay. Yeah, and they're they're going to be at Holy Innocence for the second round matchup. Okay. Number one versus number two. Well, right. number one in the region versus number two in the right, region. Right, but, right, yeah. right. Okay, very good. Should be so, a good one. Two top ten teams, maybe. Well, I know Holy Innocence is a top ten team. Yeah. Central is not. Obviously, we've got a very few more, talented. We've got a few more weeks of the uh, high school football show um, as we get toward uh, advancing through these high school playoffs and all that. So check those guys out. They do a great job. Sam Crenshaw, Chris Parker, the whole gang over there at the high school scoreboard show. So check that out. And, of course, we'll be back for college football game time. Is uh, It's crazy to think we only got a couple of weeks left of the regular season. I- I'm assuming have, – have you heard anything? I'm assuming we're going to be out somewhere for the SEC title game, are we not? Georgia and LSU. I haven't heard any news yet. All right. Well, we need. To, I'll, well, I'll probably be the last to know. Yes. So we need to. <laughs> we need to get out and about for the SEC. I'm going to show up game. here, and nobody's going to be in studio, and I'll be like, oh, "What's going on?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we we need to be out and about. Usually, we go to stats or somewhere like that for the SEC yeah, title game. But we need to. to be. We need to be you out should. and about for. We need to be out and about for the SEC title game. So we I'll might be here get, either way. Well, the best part would be trying to get Randy. To, we just got to get Randy to come out, <laughs> even for a couple hours. So we'll, anyway. we'll get him some bush light. Yeah. So. Anyway, all right, we'll be back with you after Hawks basketball coming up tomorrow. Again, a really good matchup, Hawks and Celtics. This will give you a little bit better idea of kind of where the Hawks are at right now. So we'll have uh, coverage uh, after the game, and uh, we'll be on with you till midnight. So, and don't forget Thursday, me and Drew, me and Zeno, one of the others going to happen. So, all right, we got to get out of here. For Garrett, it's Chuckery, AMF, everybody. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.